Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One. Okay, now as I said at the beginning, this play has two clear storylines. The story of Lear and the story of Gloucester. And with the next scene we're going to look at, we're going to look at the beginning of the Gloucester storyline. Gloucester is, you might consider Gloucester to be one of the king's principal aides, principal allies. He'd be like a prime minister. Uh, So he has a lot of authority in the state, but he's not powerful. He's not one of the dukes. He's only the Earl of Gloucester. It brings him slightly down the pecking order. (coughs) So that now the king has given away the land, the land is in the control of the Duke of Albany, the Duke of Cornwall. Those two guys are now the bosses. The Earl of Gloucester works lower down the pecking order. He's got two sons, Edmund and Edgar. Edgar, the legitimate son. Edmund, the bastard or illegitimate son. Edmund wants land. Edmund wants power. Edmund wants to inherit. The only way he can do it is to get his brother disinherited. So he has to lie and cheat. He's going to follow his nature, another important word in the play, And his nature is to lie and cheat, but to get what he wants. So he's going to trick his father into believing that Edgar wants to kill him. And make sure that Edgar is run out and that he is made the true inheritor. And there's another important word in this scene as well. And we'll pick it up as we get there. A word that occurred in the very first scene of the play, and as I said before, is the strongest, most often repeated word in the play. Nothing. The reason why, I'll explain at a later point. But keep hold of that word, nothing. Keep it in your mind all the time. So, at the beginning of the Gloucester story, Edmund first tricks Gloucester into believing that Edgar wants to kill him. For this, Michael Kilbride will play Gloucester, and uh, Kuma Kaneswaram will play Edmund. Let's start the scene. Edmund, how now? What news? So please, your lordship, none. Why so earnestly seek you to put that letter in your pocket? I know no news, my lord. What paper were you reading? Nothing, my lord. No? What need that terrible dispatch of it into your pocket? The quality of nothing hath not such need to hide itself. Let's see. Come, if it be nothing, I shall not need spectacles. Now, let's stop there for a second. In this, Edmund proves himself a brilliant manipulator. He doesn't go to his father and say, Look what I found, Dad. He says... Nothing. He pretends that he doesn't have a letter. He pretends that there's nothing going on. And what does that do? It makes his father more suspicious. He walks Gloucester into a trap. And the trap is Gloucester's own imagination. What have you got there? Nothing. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Give it to me. Gloucester is led into the trick by Edmund. And it proves right from the very beginning just how clever a manipulator Edmund is. Let's pick it up from there. I beseech you, sir, pardon me. It is a letter from my brother that I have not all or read. And for so much I have perused, I find it not fit for your o'erlooking. Give me the letter, sir. I shall offend, either to detain or give it. The contents, as in part I understand them, are to blame. Let's hold it there. What he's saying is, I haven't properly read it, so I don't know what it's about, so I don't want to give it to you. Give it to me. No, I, I really don't think you should have it. He's following that same trick through. He's teasing Gloucester. He's teasing him with the idea of what's in this letter. By this moment, Gloucester is so determined to read it that nothing will put him off. So Gloucester will take it seriously. 
and won't think of it as a trick. The fact that Edmund didn't want to give it to him makes it all the more believable. Carry on from there. Let's see, let's see. I hope for my brother's justification he wrote this but as an essay or taste of my virtue. This policy and reverence of age makes the world bitter to the best of our times, keeps our fortune from us till our oldness cannot relish them. I begin to find an idol and a fond bondage of oppression of age tyranny, who sways, not as it had power, but as it suffered. Come to me, that of this I may speak more. If our father would sleep till I'd wake him, you should enjoy half his revenue forever and live dear beloved of your brother, Edgar. Now, let's hold it there again. What does this letter say? Edmund has written it, pretending it was from Edgar. And it says, I'm fed up having to do what my father tells me. I'm fed up having to live in his house. I'm fed up having to obey his rules. It sounds just like a disgruntled teenager, doesn't it? I'm sure we've all got that feeling in our little hearts. <laughs> we all have that feeling. It's human. Shakespeare knew. Shakespeare wrote about the way people actually think. Gloucester would recognise it. He probably felt like that when he was a teenager. Everybody wants to get out, make their own way. Edmund has written the letter very cleverly. He also says, if our father sleep till I waked him. You can interpret this in a lot of ways, but the way I prefer to interpret it is, it is a suggestion of if he were dead. Sleep till I waked him. When somebody sleeps till the point when we wake them, when we have a wake, it means they are dead. That's what he's suggesting. If only he were dead, you and I can split the inheritance between us. You would enjoy half his revenue. You and I will get the lot. To an old man like Gloucester, that does not sound very nice. Let's read on. Hmm, conspiracy. Sleep till I wake him. You should enjoy half his revenue. My son Edgar, had he the hand to write this? A heart and a brain to breathe it in. When came this to you? Now, he can't believe it. I can't believe it. My son Edgar, could he have written this? Did he write that? It's impossible. But it goes on. Who brought it? It was not brought me, my lord. There's the cunning of it. I found it thrown in at the casement of my closet. You know the character to be your brother's. If the matter were good, my lord, I'd just swear it were his. But in respect of that, I would fain think it were not. It is his. It is his hand, my lord, but I hope his heart is not in the contents. Thank you. I think another round of applause. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.